everyone. Welcome to the Women Talk Construction Podcast, where we discuss women in construction and other non-typical careers. My name is Christy Powell, and I'm with my co-host, Angela Gardner. Thanks for joining us today. Hey, Angela. Hey, Christy. I just wanted to talk a little bit about um, the opportunity to be able to talk to a college in Pennsylvania last week. It was pretty amazing to be able to pour um, information and wisdom from all the years that I've been uh, in in a role, both in a male populated and unpopulated fields, um, some experience on how to stay confident and just be able to move forward and have a healthy, healthy brain, healthy, you know, healthy mindset and to take care of yourself and not to work too hard and those kind of things. So it was really cool. There were, uh, I want to say there were 15 girls and four boys there. So talking about navigating working in a career after college, we talked about, I told him a little bit about my history and I didn't go to college right after high school. I waited until I was a little later in life, but I've always Hmm. been a lifelong learner. But um, tell me, how long was it until you went to college then? I don't know this part. I was actually married and just had a baby. Oh, wow. So I was working a night shift at the refinery Uh and everybody was sleeping when I was awake and when um, everybody was off work, I was working. So I felt a little void and I've always needed a challenge. So I thought, well, this is a really good time for me to go back to school. So I did. I went back oh, to yeah, school. Yeah, I bet there's a lot of mamas out there that can relate to that story, right? Right. I mean, because you can, when you're raising a kid and, and you are, you know, working night shift where everybody else is asleep and you just find yourself with a lot of time on your hands too. So, yeah, I was grateful for that. I've always been a lifelong learner because I need a challenge. And I think that learning is a really good way for you to to get challenged. But um, my number one topic when we were talking to the kids was um, networking needs to be a Mm. lifelong commitment. And Mm -hmm. honestly, if I had understood that way back in the day, Mm -hmm. um, I think I would have been further ahead in life. Just because the kind of people that you meet are the kind of people like you, who has become one of my best friends, you know, then you're going to meet somebody that's going to be able to help you with plumbing when something goes wrong with your house or I mean, all the things like your mom needs help moving because Mm -hmm. she's older and you know, you, you happen to know a moving guy that has a moving company that has, that cares about his business, that cares about his people. And I mean, if nothing else, networking is just good for you personally, right? Mm -hmm. And then the value of hearing all the perspectives of people that you have come to know and love is invaluable. Those those perspectives, because you start to see things outside of your own bubble. So networking being a lifelong commitment was one of the topics that we talked about for a while. And I think it was shocking to them, you could tell. And um, I actually asked them to raise their hand if they were doing any networking. And um, how many raised their hand? None. Really? They are. Wow. They're involved in sports, which to me is networking. Yeah, right. So 
we talked about right. that too. You know, anything that you do in a group with people that aren't exactly like you, that's, mm-hmm. that's networking. So they are doing networking. Some of them are involved in, you know, politics in the college. One of the leaders okay. of the business program asked me to come speak. Mm-hmm. And she just happened to be the niece of someone that I know very well that um, asked us to come and speak um, about, you know, what it looks like to be in a career and to move outside of college right after school. So anyway, um, that was one of the topics we talked about. And the other one was continuous learning, which I hit on a little bit. That's the key to our success, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. The reason I didn't have to go to college after high school is because I spent the last year in high school working for General Motors and I needed a challenge. So they put me in every department. By the time a year was up, my value was so high that I got offered positions making the kind of money that my peers with a college education couldn't get. So oh, wow. it, didn't, it didn't make sense for me to go to school immediately. How many positions did you work? Um, I What'd worked at plant one, which was the home office for General Motors in Anderson, Indiana. And literally every time I got a roll down, he moved, he let me move somewhere else. Like, Hey, wow. let's put you here. Let's put you here. Every, pretty much. I can't even remember now. And I hate to say it's been too long for me to remember them all, but I just remember thinking every time I switched, this is fun. I want to learn something else. I want to learn something else. Mm-hmm. So it was cool. But because of the value that that brought on my resume, you know, I, I had a cousin that wasn't making the kind of money that I got offered and he'd been out of college for a couple of years. And I thought, mom, this doesn't make any sense for me to go to college right now. I'll, mm-hmm. You know, I'll take some classes and I'll, I'll do, or I'll do it later. And I did take some classes right away, but I wasn't serious about it because, you know, I was all about making an income and getting my own place. And, you know, I just really wanted to start my life. And I was grateful that I was able to do that. And that, you know, and I didn't even know until I was older, the blessing that was right. Like I had no oh, yeah. clue. On the job training is. Yes. That on the job training essential. is so valuable. Mm-hmm. And, um, so yeah, I, even then when they would put me in a new position and I was challenged, if I didn't understand what I was doing, I would, I would learn, I would go find a book at the library or, um, you know, the internet wasn't big then. And if somebody would say big words to me that I didn't understand, I would go home and look it up in the dictionary, or I'd look through the encyclopedia and learn everything that I could learn so that when I went back to work, I could I could sound a little smarter. Mm -hmm. And I think that, um, and that was a little bit of pride. You know, when we're younger, we don't want to tell anybody we don't know anything, right? We didn't understand that word. I would totally fake it. Yes. I I would totally fake it and act like I understood it and then go home and look it up. Now, a word from our sponsor Iron Elk is a certified woman owned small business that focuses on safety products to protect your most valuable asset, your employees. They work hard with the very best manufacturers in safety and have the expertise to back it up. From safety apparel to personal protective equipment to non-slip floor mats to arc flash assessment and measurement of your energy, we have partnered with the safety professionals that you can trust. Iron out. Well, so how did this topic resonate with the kids? of continuous learning because, you know, they've been learning for a long time now and not so much engaged. 
So if you can imagine, um, learning was not one of the things that they were like, oh yeah, it was kind of like, can you move on to something else now? <laughs> because, you know, they're get, they were getting ready for exams. So oh, um, yeah, yeah. yeah, that wasn't one of the topics that they were like, oh, tell okay. me more. Um, let me think what was one of the topics. Um, they said, oh, authenticity and vulnerability um, mm. will keep you grounded and don't be afraid to ask questions. Those, that topic was very well received and a lot of questions were asked. We talked about being an influencer and we see so many people out there that are being influencers, but influencers typically are all about themselves. Right, exactly. I, I wanted them to think about being an impactor instead of an influencer. I love, love that an impactor because it's not about you. It's about others and helping others. And I think that message, especially now with social media being so prevalent and we were on Instagram, what, you know, one scroll and you, you run into seven people that are billionaires, right. From exactly Mm -hmm. from social media. So I thought it was important. I think it's important for us now to, to, you know, just at least any opportunity we get, tell the kids that there's no joy in being an influencer, but there's a lot of joy in being an impactor where you get to help other people. So that was um, something we talked about. And the other thing was finding a leader that you want to follow that raised a few eyebrows. I'm always reading the room. Oh. <laughs> to see, you know, how they're taking certain subjects. Yeah, how'd they take that one? And we got a couple of eyebrows, but we didn't go, um, we didn't go into details on that one. I think the big thing was finding your people. Find a group of people oh, who yeah. are growing the way you would like to grow. So if you want to grow and be, you know, if your mindset is I want to be an executive or your mindset is I want to work for this firm in this position, eventually someday you need to put yourself in a room full of people who are motivated, who are driven, who are impactors and start making friends because you're always going to grow up to the people that you're around. If you're sitting in a room full of people that are not motivated, or let's just say you marry one that's not motivated and you're motivated, it's just not a really good fit. So finding your people is really important because when you find your people, you're going to find encouragement and kindness and you can do it and you got this and, you know, well, even feedback, helpful feedback, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Being able to just bounce things off of you people. You could be yourself too. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And find your people was big with them. Well, that's and good. Yeah. One of the, one of the girls had some tears in her eyes Aww. and said, how do I find my people? And so at one point I, well, actually she asked that when we were talking about it and didn't cry. And so I elaborated on how many of you feel alone and nobody raised their hand. I was like, all right. So I know that that is not the case. Anyway, we elaborated (laughs) a little bit more and I said, so how many of you have feel like you have your people or feel like you don't have your people and the majority of the room raised their hand. And that's kind of sad, but at the same time, it's just awareness. And I think now they're going to be thinking about it. So oh yeah, they want to find their people. Yeah. Because you can be a much better, you can be a much better impactor if you do find your people because you can 
um, you know, we're better together, right? Yes. Yes. Right. And if we find our people, then you've got a cheerleader and, you know, just like what we said earlier, and you're definitely that for me. Our women construction forum group is definitely that for me. I've been very blessed in the last several years to have some amazing people in my life and both women and men afterwards. Like I said, that one of the little girls said, how do, how do you find your people? And that was a hard question to answer, to be honest, but she, she's on a path to find them. One of the things that I talked to her about was finding her values. Do you know what your values are? Can you sit down and write down what your values are? And she said, I don't know. I'm like, well, you kind of have to know who you are. Exactly. Where you find your people. So I was able to send her a resource where she can, you know, do a little bit of homework and find out, you know, what are my values? What do I want? What, what are my aspirations in life? Who am I really? Who do I want to be kind of thing? So I think it's a matter of just, you know, I know we went through a phase in our country where the whole self-help thing was, was huge, but also there's nothing wrong with just digging in to see, you know, what kind of life do I want? What kind of person do I want to be? And don't be like everybody else. God made you just the way you are. Yeah, we're all individuals, right? Yes. And you're going to be impactful and amazing just the way God made you. I'm a dork. I even told him that. I'm like, look, <laughs> when I embraced the fact that I was a dork, people loved me oh, anyway. I can't say that. I am such a dork. Okay. So get Rachel on here and she'll tell you how much of a dork I am. So, um, obviously the more time you spend with me, the more, you know, but, and I don't do it on purpose, but that's why it's so funny. But, um, (laughs) I thought that if anybody knew the true me, that nobody would like me, but I, I told those kids that, you know, when I was able to be the true me and be who I am, and I am a dork, sometimes people loved me anyway. And they actually loved me more because I wasn't trying to hide things, right? People know, they they just sense that. So anyway, we kind of concluded with be a kind human because you know why? You're going to make your family proud. You're going to make yourself proud. And that's going to make you want to do better always. Yeah, it's all about yourself, right? How you feel internally. Absolutely. Because how can you give back to somebody if you don't have your your head and your heart in the right space Mm -hmm. and giving back to the community and to other people, as you know, is the, the most joy that you could ever imagine. It can never be the wrong thing to do. Never. No. Yes, I agree. Well, it sounds like it was a wonderful event and it sounds like these kids took away a wealth of information from you. They did, but I learned a lot from them too. That's what I love about doing that. I miss them. I miss their faces. <laughs> I only got to spend an hour and a half or two hours with them, but I miss Re- them. Remind me how long that you you did the presentation, but mm-hmm. then how long did they ask you questions afterwards? So we ate dinner and then I spoke and then it was close to an hour because I didn't talk for a long time. We just hit bullet points. And like I said, if they didn't look like if I didn't get raised eyebrows or engagement. Um, but they asked questions for over an hour for an hour. That is really yeah. cool. For that was a young cool. group like that. Yeah. And wow. they were, they were freshmen, sophomores, juniors, and seniors in the room. So that was cool. I thought I was going there to just talk to seniors, but it, it was the business department and it was all for college grades. So 
that oh, was doesn't pretty that awesome. make you feel wonderful to oh, you? Oh, it did. And honestly, I just, I left there just feeling so full of like hope and joy and just making a difference, right? Making an impact. Even if it's one little thing that they took away, that's going to make their life better. It was worth it. Christy's an impactor. Well, I want to be, <laughs> but I want to be a good, You're doing a pretty good job. At I it. do. I want to be a good <laughs> impactor. <laughs> so yeah, it was really great stuff. I did remind them to tell them not to um, check their emails too many times a day, that that was, that was really the key to creating margin in your life, eating healthy, taking care of yourself. Um, that was my last, my last little piece of advice to them. Um, doing those things are going to keep you grounded and it'll help you strive for an, uncompl- an uncomplicated mindset. Um, relax, 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 and live, laugh, and love. That was my last few words to them. And um, they seemed to like it. They really did. And they've asked me to come back already. So Aww. that's good. We haven't set up a date, but they, that was good. It always makes my heart feel good to know that, and that know that I'm making a difference in people's lives and being able to share the wonderful things that people have poured into my life with others. I love that. You know, I was blessed enough to be poured into. So now I want to pour back, you know, into some other. Yeah. To make that difference. Right. 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 Mm -hmm. Which you did. I hope so. And you are doing. And so are you. (laughs) I think, um, honestly, it's been amazing to be out and about and all over the country when you sit at home and COVID and all you hear is the news, you think that nothing good's going on, but everywhere I go, there's thousands and thousands, hundreds and hundreds. What well, depends on where we're at, but I just run into some amazing people that are big impactors and it just inspires me to be an impactor and to make a difference instead of, you know, focusing on myself and the news and, you right. know, all the negative. Yeah. And that's who they need to bump into, right? Cause it, Obviously, it impacted us in that way. So, well, they certainly did learn a lot. Yes, they did. Well, that's all for this episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Women Talk Construction Podcast with your hosts, Christy Powell and Angela Gardner. See you next time.